Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Just Janice. I love being able to get on here and record episodes and just encourage your heart in the Lord to strengthen you with the Word of God and just pray over you all the things that God has me doing with this podcast. It's such an honor and a privilege to be able to do this. So I just pray that wherever you are in your walk with the Lord, that you are being strengthened with his word, you're being encouraged and just growing in him. One of the scriptures that I love is Second Peter 3.18. It says, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so I, one of the first times I ever taught a class, this is so funny because this actually goes right along with what I was saying and I wasn't even planning on sharing this uh, or it goes right along with what I'm going to be talking about today. So when I was, gosh, maybe 19 or 20, I was asked to help co-lead a Sunday school class. And I only did it for like maybe a few weeks. And the lady that was leading it was like, you're going to take over. I'm not doing this anymore. And I was like, okay, okay. Like, and so I ended up teaching this class for, I don't even remember how long. And that was, and it was younger kids, like maybe 10 years old, And that was one of our scriptures with 2 Peter 3.18. And there's just something beautiful about music and putting things to song that just helps us remember things. And I even think about that like in elementary school, we would learn our times tables by putting them to song. And so anyway, that scripture, we we made a rap out of it. We were like, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so that was our, our scripture memorization for that month or week or whatever it was. And I still remember it because of that silly tune we put it to, that little rap that we did. And um, so I love that. And I know one of my best friends, Rachel, she does that same thing with her girls. They She will help them memorize scripture by putting it to song. And so I've learned some of her songs from scripture and just love, love, love the word of God. And that's really something God has had me doing since the time I was born again. Um, I've just been so intentional about memorizing the word of God, hiding it in my heart and not out of obligation or anything like that. It's truly just because I love the word of God. And so I encourage you, if you maybe are looking for a way to hide God's word in your heart, buy some index cards, write out scriptures on them and, and just put them up in places where you're going to read them frequently. Or like me, I would take walks around town and I would just have, you know, a couple that I was working on memorizing and I would just read them over and over again. And then I would start, you know, and I would read them out loud and then I would read them without looking at them. And my friend Rachel and I did that for a season too, where we would pick a scripture to memorize and then you know, we would set a time and date to recite it to each other. And, and so just finding creative ways to hide God's word in our heart, because it is powerful. It is life-giving. And there's so much I could say about the word of God and, and just how much I've fallen in love with it because it has truly changed my life. And so, yeah, and so much even in scripture that talks about how the word of God is living and active and how it's God inspired. It's his heart for us. And so, um, just knowing that that it's available to me um, in this country is something I just don't want to take for granted because there's so many places in the world where the word of God is being smuggled in and isn't 
allowed and yet we take it for granted here in this country because it, we do have such free access to it that a lot of times, you know, we could find our Bibles and write our names in the dust that has settled on them because we're not getting in them like we should. And so I just always want to be someone who treasures the word of God. And so anyway, the scripture I want to share with you guys today is Proverbs 19:21, and I'm going to read it in NIV. It says, many are the plans in a man's heart or in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And then the new King James, which is, uh, the, the Bible that I study out of, um, during this season of my life, when I first got saved, I would, I had just, I had a NIV Bible and that was like truly the version of the Bible that I, um, memorized a lot of scripture out of and just really got my, um, feet wet in the word of God with. So a lot of times when I am quoting scripture, it's out of NIV. Um, but I did switch over to new King James just because that's what my pastor preaches out of. And so, um, this version says there are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that will stand. And so today's episode is called my many plans because I'm just going to share with you. I want to talk to you about just different times in my life where I was maybe looking to go in one direction and the Lord has like rerouted me and, um, just what to do in those times when we don't know what to do and we're unsettled, we're unsure. And I think it's so important because inevitably we're going to come to those points in our lives probably frequently where we don't know what to do, where we have like that proverbial fork on the road and we're like, God, do I go this way or that way? And so I love this scripture that says, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. And so the word of God is just so foundational and it shows us where we're standing and where we're going. And I love that. And sometimes God will only give us the next step and it's like, okay, just do what I've called you to do right now. And so I encourage you to do the last thing God has called you to do and to not get so caught up in what lies ahead and what's, you know, what is my life going to look like five, 10 years down the road and just focus on today because the word even says that don't worry about tomorrow. Sufficient for tomorrow is its own troubles. Focus on today. Do what God has for you in this day because none of us are promised tomorrow. And so just focusing on today, delighting in him today, doing what he has called you to do today is so important. And this I'm preaching to myself here because there's so many times when I'm like, God, when, when am I going to move? When am I going to get married? When am I going to start a different ministry? When am I going to do this? When am I going to do that? When is my next book going to come out? Like different things that I'm believing God for, but yet like, it's just not the right timing yet. And so just resting in the day that I'm in right now <laughs> and delighting in him today, seeking his face today, knowing that he promises to order my steps is just so important to refuse to be in worry, to refuse to be in anxiety. And we can do that. We, the word says, be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. And then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and rule your mind in Christ Jesus. And so that peace is something that we all desire, something that the world itself is striving for. But yet we can only find that when we choose to refuse anxiety, to pray, like seek the Lord, share what's on your heart with him, give him access into your heart, like have that dialogue with him. And sometimes, you know, that looks like God, this is my desire, but change it if it's not what you have for me. And that's where I'm at personally. I don't want anything in my life that is not what he wants for me. I want what he wants for me because I know it's what's best for me. And I know that his plan is always better. And so even going back as far as like high school, I had planned, I really didn't know what I wanted to do after high school. Um, but the Lord just dropped the beautiful opportunity in my heart to be able to 
go to college completely free. I was awarded a trustee scholarship, which uh, awarded me a, an associate's degree from my local community college. And so that kind of fell in my lap. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go to school for nursing, honestly, because I don't know what else to do and really didn't didn't know what my passions were at that point in my life. I didn't really know what my desires were. I didn't know what God had called me to. Now, if I had a do-over, I would have totally went to college for probably broadcast journalism uh, would be what I would go for now or teaching. But, you know, at that time, the Lord hadn't developed those desires inside of me. I didn't really know at that point. And a lot of it was immaturity on my end too. And so I started going to school for nursing and I do believe God had purpose in that. Um, I went to school for nursing and had taken some classes with my sister and about the time that my sister was pretty solid in her decision to continue on in, in a career in, in that field was about the time that I was like, peace out. I'm not doing this. This is not, I don't love this. I don't even like it. So, um, but because of that, like I was approached about a, a job position from a friend and I told her like, I'm not going to continue on in this career path, but my sister is. And so she has been able to really flourish in, in that career. And she's been under incredible godly mentors as a result of it. And this, this job position that she was um, offered. And so I'm like, God, if I had to go to school for a couple years for nursing, just for that, totally worth it. And so I rerouted my career path to accounting and uh, really only because I was good at it. Absolutely love numbers. Um, but I am such an extrovert that most people, when they find out that <laughs> that I uh, was in, in an accounting field, they would be like, kind of like tilt their head sideways and raise their eyebrow like really you're in accounting you don't really fit the mold and I'm like I know but I love numbers and I love I love math and things like that so I actually tested out of math in college and whatever and just kind of like nerd nerd moment here sharing that with you but um just always been good at math and in, in advanced classes even in high school and stuff I was taking math classes with upperclassmen just because math was easy for me I guess so um Decided to go to school for that or to switch careers just because I was good at it. Really no other reason. Not because I thought it would be a fulfilling career path by any means, but um, I did it and graduated, ended up being able to graduate with two associate's degrees, uh, which was such a blessing and worked at a bank for a few years, which I loved that because I was able to have, you know, my number fixed, but also my people fixed. And so I love that. Ended up working at a hospital where I was still working with people, but still using, you know, numbers. And I worked in finance um, and that people aspect was eliminated. And then I had an accounting degree for, or sorry, an accounting position for six years um, at a factory. And there was no, like, no working with the public or people, like, interactions at all. And I was like, <laughs> Lord Jesus, come, come quickly, like come back. No, but I would like, and I would voice even that, um, just that unsettling in myself of like, God, like, I know that you have me here for a purpose. And I do believe God used me in so many ways in that job, but at the same time, just feeling like something was missing and I just wasn't, I don't know. I just wasn't okay being there anymore. And so I told my coworker, the Sarah, shout out to Sarah, if you're listening, she had um, given her heart to the Lord. And I'm like, okay, I think that you're the reason God called me here so he can move me anytime he wants. And then inevitably, like I lost my job. So I think the Lord was already, the Lord was already preparing my heart to leave because um, 
you know, I just, I just knew that I was not called to be there forever. And so then he put me in a position for about a year working at Union City Elementary School, teaching and doing interventions and different things. And I will tell you, like, I've had so many people say, I have never seen you so happy. And I'm like, I know, like career wise, because I was just doing something that I absolutely loved. God awakened that, like just that desire and that gift inside of me of teaching that I didn't know was there. That's just been in the last few years that I've even realized I have a gift of teaching and then just being able to pour into the kids and encourage them and build them up and um, just be a positive influence in their life, even, you know, outside of teaching, because if you're a teacher or you know teachers, or even if you don't like teaching is so much bigger than just, you know, sharing teaching them how to add and subtract and, and, you know, pronouns and all the things and subjects and predicates. Like teaching is such, such a beautiful position that I don't even think I, I thought is, I did definitely didn't realize until I was in the schools and working with the other teachers, just how big of an influence teachers have and, um, how their job is so much bigger, so much bigger than just teaching curriculum. So shout out to you. If you are a teacher in any form or fashion, teaching is such a beautiful, beautiful career. So anyway, so my whole entire life, basically, (laughs) I've not really known what I'm going to do until basically then, you know, God shows me the next step. And, and I didn't know what my life would look like when I graduated college. My plan was to pack up everything, move away, move to Chicago, live the city life. And that's comical to me now because I am so not a city girl. I've gone to Chicago several times and every time I'm there for a day, I'm ready to come home. And so it's funny how I thought that, you know, thought that I would do that. And that is not anywhere at all what my life looks like. And then I had also looked into an internship program down in Atlanta when I graduated high school for ministry. And then that didn't, you know, didn't end up happening. Um, I had looked into working with the ministry down in Texas just a few years ago and had an interview with them. It just seemed like a perfect fit, like something I would love and thrive. And because I'm single, like I don't really have strings attached, you know, anywhere as far as like, I don't know, I guess I just see myself with, you know, I will, wherever God calls me, I will always put my roots down into the ground, but I don't ever want the roots to be so deep that he's not able to uproot me and put me somewhere else where he wants me. And so, um, that's just, that's just how I want to live my life so that I am completely at his disposal. God, use me how you want. Put me where you want me. I want to do what you've called me to do and just be in that place of surrender with him. And so I looked into the ministry. It was a youth ministry, some sort of a like um, refuge camp type of thing. Refuge is probably not the right word, but uh, troubled kids would come there and just be able to learn about the Lord and, and, um, you know, whatever they needed in their life at that point, um, for whatever reason would be, those needs would be met. And so I was like, yes, I would thrive at this. I would be great at this. I'm ready for change. I'm definitely one of those people that like, I don't struggle with change. And I know a lot of my friends, a lot of people I know struggle with change. I struggle with monotony. So I'm like, okay, after about a year, I'm like ready. Like, let's move on. Let's do something new. And so that's one of the reasons I love my teaching job is because the entire day looked different. Um, throughout, throughout the entire day looked different and then day to day looked different. And so I love the fact that it was not monotonous at all. And so I had had my um, interview with the man who ran the place in Texas and I was going to have a second interview and the Lord really just spoke to my heart. Nope, this isn't what I have for you. So even as good as it looked, as awesome as it was, 
um, I was like, okay, like if, like, yes, sir. Like if I'm not supposed to go, I don't want to go. And so, um, yeah, so obviously I didn't end up doing that. And then last year, right before COVID hit, I had had an opportunity to go out to Vermont to a beautiful bed and breakfast. My goodness, this place is, I would love to maybe go there someday anyway, but, um, it's a beautiful bread and bed and breakfast nestled in the mountains, which I'm telling you, if you have not been to New Hampshire or Vermont, I encourage you to go. It is so, it's like breathtaking just driving through. And so anyway, this bed and breakfast is nestled in the mountains and they were offering people like a six month stay or something like that. If you're a writer, so you could put an application in, if they picked you, you could come stay on their property, uh, free of charge, work on your writing project. And then I think in exchange, you just help check people in at the desk or whatever, which I was like, okay, like this would be amazing. And so my idea was, I'm just going to sell everything, bank the money, go out there. And then after six months or however long I'm out there, then I'll figure out what I'm going to do after that. And so I'm like, I applied for it. I'm excited. I'm like, oh, just the idea of change and moving away, different scenery, all of it. And the Lord was like, um, no. (laughs) And I was like, oh, which thank God for the Holy Spirit. Like, I'm so thankful that we have the Holy Spirit that is our counselor, perfect counselor, and that he shows us of things to come and that he is our guide and that he speaks to us and tells us, go this way, go that way, left, right, you know, stay still, move forward, all of those things. Like, he's so good and so faithful. I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit. And so inevitably, right after, like, I would have been there, like, COVID hit. So it would have been weird. I don't even know what would have happened. So I'm thankful that God has foresight that he knows the end from the beginning. And so I can, I just trust him, trust him with all of my heart and lean not on my own understanding. And that has been a buzz, buzzword in my spirit is to not lean on my own understanding. Like that's just been on repeat. Even like those moments when I don't understand, I don't really know why God, why are you saying no? Or why is this door not opening? Just trusting him that there's a reason for it, that he always has my best interest in mind. And so if, if he is withholding something from me, or I feel like he's withholding something from me or not permitting me to move forward with something, I just trust him um, because he's good and he's faithful. And I, and I just know that he, like I said, always has my best interest in mind. And so Yeah, that's just, those are just some examples. I probably have a million more of different things in my life that have felt like closed doors in my life. And I felt like God has not permitted me to move into or move forward. And, and again, like the scripture says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but the Lord's purpose prevails. And so I will tell you that each and every time that I was planning on some big move or some big thing, God has kept me where I'm at or rerouted me into something else that has so been exactly what I'm called to and exactly what my purpose is. And so before, like right after I was planning on moving to Texas, and that obviously didn't happen, then the Lord started stirred up ministries through Anna and I. And so if I'd have been gone in Texas, that just wouldn't have happened. And so I don't know, I can look back at each of the times when I've, I've had this unction inside of me and this just burning desire to do something and it hasn't worked out. And then I see why, because we know hindsight is twenty twenty. It's easy to look back and, and understand and see the bigger picture, but just to know and trust that God is working all things together for our good. Romans eight twenty eight, And you know, there's times when I am frustrated and 
it's hard to wait and I'm wanting to move forward and I'm wanting to do something different, do something new. And the Lord reminds me of that, that he works all things together for my good, that he is the one that orders my steps, that he's the one that directs my path. And so I can just rest in that and just say, okay, God, what do you want to do today? I'm even asking him that right now. God, what do you want to do today? What do you want to show me today? What what work do you want to do in my heart and in my mind and my life today? And what ways do you want to use me to reach the world around me today? What do you want to do in and through me? Who do you want me to call up and encourage or send a message to or or what post do you want me to put on social media that you know that it's going to impact other people and inspire people? God, because wherever you have me today is exactly where I want to be. And I don't want to be anywhere else. I want to be right in his perfect will. And my spiritual mom, Cindy, and I will talk about this a lot about God's permissible will and then his perfect will. And his permissible will is like, you know, the fact that we do have a free will. We can do what we want. I could have moved to Texas if I wanted to against, you know, my better judgment or, you know, what I knew God was speaking to me because I have a free will. I could go there and you know, reap the consequences of disobedience, really. Not that God would ever leave us or forsake us because he won't and he's with us always. But ultimately, I want to stay in his perfect will. I don't want to just do what I want to do and ask him to bless it. Like I want to walk in exactly what he wants me to. And so if that means staying here for the rest of my life, although I know and believe that that is not God's desire for me because he's spoken otherwise to me. But if he did, tell me, I want you to stay where you're at for the rest of your life. And I'm going to use you right where you're at doing exactly what I've called you to do. Then I am okay with that. And I would have peace in that. And I would have joy and contentment in that because I'm, I'm just surrendered to whatever he wants for my life. And so I pray and encourage you to seek the Lord, to ask him to line up God, line up the plans of my heart with, with what you have. Show me, God, if there is something that I'm pursuing that is not even what you want me to do, and I just want your purpose to prevail in my life. And I will tell you, over the last few months, like I have been approached and asked to be a part of several different things, um, ministries and speaking opportunities and different things. And I think sometimes we have to remind ourselves that just because an opportunity presents itself does not mean that it's what God has for you. And I know like we can definitely get into a false mentality of like, oh, well, if it's, if, you know, it's being brought, brought to me, it must be God's plan, must be God's will for me or whatever. That's not the case. Like we have to be very careful that we're not distracted and doing things that we're not even called to do. And so I just encourage you, like, if an opportunity is presented to you, if an idea is brought to you or, or whatever, and someone asks you to do something, to really seek the Lord about it and um, be prayerful before you give your yes to things. Because I always say that, like, every yes that you give is a no to everything else. So if you say yes to something, a commitment or whatever that is, you could be being pulled away from what God actually wants you to do that day. And God is good. He's merciful. He's faithful. And so I love that we have the ability to seek him and receive perfect counsel from him. And then we have the boldness and privilege to say no to things. And so I encourage you to do that, to really seek him before you step into roles or positions or or just anything. Um, because we, I, I don't know, I just desire for all of us to just be doing what God's called us to do and and nothing more and nothing less. So that is all I'm going to share today. I am going to pray for you. Please feel free to reach out to me on social media. I am on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and under just Janice. 
Um, I believe Instagram's just Janice Podcast, and then Facebook is my page is just is just called Just Janice. And I would just love to be able to encourage you and pray for you. Um, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to do that. And so let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for who you are, God, that you are faithful and that you are for us, God. And I thank you for this scripture that says many and the many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is your purpose, God, that prevails. And so I just pray over each and every one of us that we would walk in everything that you have called us to, God, that you would give us discernment and wisdom and how to what to say yes to, how to say no to the things that we are not even called to do, God, that we would not, our time just would not be taken up with busyness and distraction, God, but that we would just be about your business, that we would do everything that you have called us to in this season of our lives. God, I pray that you would make your, make your plans known to us, God, and just give us boldness to walk out and in everything that you've called us to. I thank you for every person that is tuning in. God, I believe that every single one of us has a call in our lives, Lord, to impact the world around us, to let our lights shine brightly. God, that we would show off our good works, Lord, that we would glorify you, God, in everything that we say and do, God, that it would bring you glory. So Lord, I pray that you would take each of us deeper into relationship with you, that you would reveal the truth of your word as we dive into your word together. Lord, um, with one another and individually, that you would just continue to reveal more and more of who you are, God, to us. And I just thank you for the privilege of having a relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast.